Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Delonado, featuring San Diego State golfer Puit Anupan Supsai. Puit, welcome. Hey, how you doing? Good, good, man. I'm so glad that we're able to get you on and stuff, kind of chat with you and get to know you more, man. Um, sure. I've been following you for a while now and just watching you kind of evolve as a golfer, man. It's just so awesome, man. And um, so we'll get straight into the questions. Uh, where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? Um. I'm from Thailand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird because I'm the only one that played golf in my family. Um, okay. It just, I just saw it on TV and I'm just telling my dad, hey, dad, I want to try this. Yeah. Just growing up playing, you know, soccer and badminton or in like just a normal sport, you know, mm-hmm. um, with friends. But then I saw golf on TV and I'm like, oh, that's kind of look that not, not that hard. Uh-huh. Tigers play. I don't even know like how it worked, but like, oh, he just hit in the hole. I, I just want to try it out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, how'd you how'd you go about since your family didn't really have any experience with golf? How'd you kind of go about getting into it? Um, especially in Thailand. Um, yeah, my dad uh, got a friend that play golf, and then mm-hmm. kind of take me out to the range, and I just whipped the ball. Like I, I didn't hit it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is actually hard. <laughs> it looks harder than it looks like soccer ball is moving i still run and kick it and yeah this golf ball just sitting right there and i can't even swing at it yeah seriously yeah no, that's funny man um so you are you're from thailand and stuff um how long of your life did you live in thailand and what made you and your family kind of come to the u.s i lived in thailand for almost 15 years oh wow yeah so i moved here when i was 15 um, mm-hmm. my sophomore year in high school. Um, it was just me, not my family. So oh, okay, it was just yourself. Okay. Yeah, just by myself, um, living with a host family. Oh, okay, nice, nice, sweet. So, so um, what, yeah. where, where did you move to, and kind of where'd you go to high school? Um, Anaheim, California. Okay, yeah. So in Orange County, went mm-hmm. to um, Anaheim Discovery Christian School. Awesome, sweet, good yeah. deal. So, well, I mean, were you excited when you were at you know Thailand and stuff? Um. Had you want to come? Did you want to come to the U.S. to kind of pursue college golf, or what? What made you come to the U.S.? Um, yeah, um, definitely college golf. College golf is always in my goal, but like staying in Thailand, I don't think it will help me to like to get to that level because I like I go to school learning all in all Thai. Um, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. speak English at all, um, so I'm like, well, what can help me is probably go to international school or just move to America. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It just, it just kind of happened so quick. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And you're here and you know, you're thriving, man. Um, So you attended uh, high school in Anaheim, kind of talk about your high school days um, playing golf and stuff and kind of tournaments you played in outside of high school as well. Um, I just play in, you know, FCG tournament, Mm -hmm. um, Toyota tour cup, um, AJGAs. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Nice. So, um, so you played in, I mean, those are high level tournaments. I mean, that's kind of, 
um i'm 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 from the valley and stuff and i never played in any of those but i heard i've known guys that play in those and they're very high level tournaments um how were you playing in those at so you know such a young age and stuff coming to the u.s i mean how how how'd you feel comfortably or how'd you feel comfort wise i mean i mean i come over to u.s for you know almost every year since i was nine okay we're like just a summer event playing junior world and a couple of AJGAs and stuff like that. Yeah. So when, when I move here, it's kind of like almost the same guys that I like used to, used to play with like Got a couple it. years back. Um, and I mean, it's, it's awesome playing golf in Southern California when yeah. um, I'm the same year as Matt Wolf and Norman Chong and all these guys and big names, big names and playing with them in that junior event is, it's just like, it's, it's good to know that, you know, I was there in the same group with them and they're now on PGA tour. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and it just kind of gives you that much more confidence and stuff like, Hey, and I can play with these guys at a junior level and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're playing alongside guys like Matt Wolf and stuff at such, um, such a high level, not only in Southern California, but in those tournaments you're playing in. Um, seeing their games and everything, how did you felt you kind of compared to them? Awesome watching them play. I mean, I don't always beat them. Mm-hmm. So I, I can, I can always see like what part of my game that I can improve on and yeah. And everything in that nature. Of course. Yeah. Um, so you played in these big tournaments outside of high school golf. You had um, very su- uh, successful high school career as well. Um, at what point did you start the recruiting process and what kind of schools were you talking to? Um, I kind of started pretty early. Um, I got recruited like before I even moved to America. Oh, okay, um, yeah, nice. yeah. So college coaches are like, you know, contact my coach, um, send him emails, and so I'm like, well, I'm not gonna, I can't go to school if I don't, you know, before that's before I moved to America. So like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what to do. So like, and those schools are like in the, you know, in the south or like mid yeah which is like really cold compared to thailand so i'm like oh since i moved to southern california i like um i have a better chance of you know getting a big name schools and to recruit me and all that stuff so yeah definitely talk to sdsu like arizona asu um a bunch of pac-12 schools Mm -hmm. um, a lot of school in you know on the west coast and the south it's like Texas, SMU, not really anything on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. From the schools that you're kind of talking about and stuff, um, you wanted to go somewhere you play year round. You don't want it to be freezing yeah. cold or anything like that. Sure. I mean, since yeah. I came from Thailand and it was always like 80, 90 degrees. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't want if there's if there's <laughs> I any. I really don't want to deal with any snows and. Exactly. Yeah, if there's snow on the ground, you're like, yeah, it's not for me. Definitely. (laughs) I don't know many. I mean, just myself too. I, you know, anything that gets in the 40s or anything like that, I'm like, "Eh, playing golf. Plus, I moved to SoCal, so it's like, I don't really want to get out. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's a great place, and it's such a great place to play golf because there's so much. There's so many good players that come out of Southern California. You were talking to all these schools and stuff. Did you go on any visits? And if you did, um, can I talk about how they went and how the uh, process was with SDSU? Yeah, um, I went. I went on a visit with like pretty much all the school that I just named. Um, mm-hmm. 
it was good and all it was like um unofficial visit so it's like if i play in a tournament and uh, you know it was close to their school then yeah just go on a visit and kind of talk to coaches about it and then you know go see the facility to have and take a look around and see if i can see myself being at that school for you know like the four years that i'm going to be there Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, the schools that you had named, they're all such great schools. I mean, how did you narrow it down to, you know, a couple schools and what were those schools? Um, well, my last um, three or four choice were um, SDSU, Arizona, mm-hmm. um, UNLV, and SMU for, for a while. Mm-hmm. Nice. So um, what were the offer kind of details with those schools did, you know, was SDSU the, the, was school that offered you the most or was it just kind of the school that you saw yourself with? It's all the same. same okay, they were all the same. Got it. Okay. So so SDSU stuck out to you. What made you want to commit to the go there and kind of talk about that a little bit? Um I kind of want to stay in Southern California. I mean yeah. especially San Diego. Yeah. I always come out here uh, every summer since I was young playing junior world and all that. Um mm-hmm. I always love San Diego. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, kind of like a, you know, a home, it felt like home for you and stuff. Cause you'd been yeah, there before. Home away from home. <laughs> exactly. Yeah home, yeah. home away from home. Yeah. That's exactly the way to put it. Yeah. Um, and I really uh, love, um, you know, assistant coach and head coach. Um, yeah. on, when I came on the visit and I love the courses they're playing and, you know, their schedule is pretty strong, you know, oh, the yeah, definitely. schedule. So, yeah. And they're a good division one school. I mean, like you're talking about with the golf scales and everything, you guys are traveling all over the world, um, you mm-hmm. know, playing some really good competition as well. Um, so speaking of kind of SDSU, um, how have your years been at SDSU since you've been there to kind of talk about your performance individually and how uh, the teams were over the years? I had, I had a lot of fun over, you know, the past three and a half years. Yeah. I'm a senior now, so it's mm-hmm. a little different, feel a little weird, you know, Looking back, it's like it was just like yesterday. Um, yeah, goes fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, first year it was kind of a little overwhelming. I I would say, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 new to me, like school system, um, practice, workout. Like we yeah. have different schedule every week, like qualifying. We got tutoring. Yeah, all that have workout like workout in the morning and tutoring at night and had to like really manage your time so it's it's kind of like it's I wouldn't say something new but it's it's like the next level of you know you have to be responsible for yeah oh definitely yeah 100 yeah. I mean being a student athlete is it's a definitely a tough task to do and especially at you know um coach Donovan and coach Emmerich they feel like um I feel like they run a tight ship just from what I've heard um <clears throat> I had interviewed uh, Steve before you as well and um yeah it just seems like they run a real tight ship but which is great though i mean that's what's gonna really um kind of create discipline and you know you guys are gonna you know yeah. have to be really well with your time management like you're talking about um, yeah and, uh, when i was coming in i thought i was like all right i'm probably gonna be pretty good mm-hmm. and then you know still kind of get used to school and the system and stuff and then golf wise it's like when you see the seniors play i'm like wow yeah <laughs> like yeah saw someone like pj mm-hmm. uh, yeah he finished almost top five every event that year and i'm yeah. like 
if I can beat this guy, I can be pretty good. Exactly. So, yeah. So I would, just, you know, ask him to play with me almost like every time I have a chance. So it's like, it was beneficial for me, I would say. And then take it from there, learn from him, and, mm -hmm. you know, trying to get better. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have somebody kind of take you under your wing and stuff. And that's mm -hmm. great that you wanted, I mean, you saw that he was having these high finishes and you wanted to learn as much as you can from him. Um, yeah. What was kind of something you felt like you learned the most from him? Well, it's it's his putting. He's he's like, okay, ball striker, like off the tee and from the fairway to greens, but like he put really good. And mm -hmm. his misses are super like tiny. Like, yeah. Um. If he misses something, the worst he can make is bogey, or he can like save par most of the time. Mm -hmm. So like we would make the same amount of birdies, but he would shoot way better score than I am because I have four or five bogeys or whatever and shoot even par. Right, and yeah. Ended, and he ended up like four or five under the round. And I'm like, um, I make more mistakes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah i mean it, like people say you know games of golf of misses and you know if you can if you can kind of manage your misses to be somewhat not as bad then you'll shoot lower mm -hmm. scores um i just have some stats for you for your freshman year here um you made 10 starts um and 11 appearances during your rookie year um you averaged 73.75 in 29 rounds you were ranked the second or that was ranked second among the aztec the courses that we play and the condition and everything was new to me. So I kind of just take it as like a learning experience, like mm -hmm. that, you know, that type of year where you're just trying to learn everything. Of course. Soak everything in, enjoy it and learn it from the older guys. And just think to myself that, you know, I have three more years. I will be playing these courses again. I'll be ready for the next time I come back. Exactly. Yeah. And, what would you say is the biggest change from high school junior golf to, you know, division one freshman year playing different course and stuff? What was, what was the biggest change? Um, just got to have a lot of discipline. Mm -hmm. um, just in school, I mean, in golf, like on the golf course, especially playing 36 whole days. And, yeah, seriously. Those are some long days. It's all like you got to eat, you got to, you know, like push yourself mentally and physically mm -hmm. um yeah and the shots that you hit you can't hit one bad shot and make a big number and you have to like make up for it your whole round yeah and i mean like you're talking about i mean those 36 holes they're long exhausting days physically mm -hmm. and mentally so you just got to stay in it and being disciplined i think that's something that a lot of um you know junior golfers should really know that there's just a lot more responsibility that comes on when you're a student athlete from college in college, because like you're talking about, you have to manage all your time with workouts, qualifying class, homework, mm -hmm. traveling. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people don't know that goes into being a student athlete. And yeah. um, I think I'm sure you've been able to, you know, manage your schedule amazingly. And um, so you went into your sophomore year, you earned all mountain West, accolades after logging a team best 72.48 scoring average in nine events led the aztecs with 12 rounds at or below par including five in the 60s you progressed in your sophomore year 72.48 you're heading in the right direction mm -hmm. um did you feel what well, you know did you feel that you were gaining some you know, were you getting better with your golf game 
from your freshman to sophomore year or how'd you feel about that um yeah definitely and like I said I have seen the course before I know what to prepare myself I feel like I hit a lot better than my um freshman year yeah um like putting putting myself in play and you know not like doing some silly mistakes like hit one bad shot and just throw away the scores like bogey I mean double or triple yeah yeah and you're and you're getting like you said you you know you your first year you saw all these golf courses that you're going to be playing you came back you got a year under your belt so you kind of know courses where to miss and stuff and tournaments and all that so I'm sure that was definitely a big help for you as well um your junior year the 2019 to 2020 year was kind of a big year for you individually I know um COVID kind of shut everything down um for season wise and everything but um, you led the team with a 69.59 scoring average starting in all six events you competed in. And I mean, that's just school stuff. I mean, you were, you were one of the three Aztecs to win an individual event and you were named one of two to be named the Mountain West golfer of the week before the coronavirus, of course, shut mm-hmm. down your season. Um, how'd you feel? I know you only played in six events, but you know, what was the difference between freshman, sophomore year to junior year in your golf game? Did you feel like? I feel like it's, it's it's so close you know mm-hmm. those mistakes i like always make um it just when i talk to coach um emmerich and don coach donovan about it it's they're always like telling me it's all mental it's all mental it's yeah. like you, it's got to come from the you know in the heart or in the head it's mm-hmm. I, I i i it's hard like i don't know how to explain it but it's just like you gotta know that you're the best out there yeah of course you gotta believe in yourself yeah like if you don't believe that then you can't do it and Mm -hmm. you and I kind of have so like first few years kind of feel it out like where I'm at and then I have like pretty much like a realistic goal of where I want to be for the next year so it's kind of like all right I have to do this in order to achieve this and I gotta believe in myself as well of course and yeah. I mean, you were, you were, I mean, you were named ping all American, uh, you were an honorable mention as well. Um, I mean, that's just mountain West golfer of the year and a mountain West all pick or you were an all mountain West pick was named to be international. You were on the international team for the Arnold Palmer cup. I mean, that's such a big achievement right there. Playing Arnold Palmer yeah. cup, kind of talk about your experience at the Arnold Palmer cup and stuff playing on the international team. And you guys dominated the U.S. team. I mean, just killed them. So kind of talk about what you felt like when you were selected and kind of the prep going into uh, the Arnold Palmer Cup. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. I mean, it was it was awesome. It was always a dream of mine. Um, it's actually funny because I went to um, Western Junior Am mm-hmm. one year. I think it was 2016 in Chicago. Okay, yeah. There- and they have Palmer Cup at um, Rich Harvest Farm out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And I actually went out there and play. Nice. And I'm like, all right, this is this is cool. Like, John yeah. Rom, all these guys are playing. Um, they're, like, the best in the world. Like, I want to be there. I want to be on that team. Of course, yeah. And I'm like, five years later. There you are, right on the team. <laughs> five years later, it was it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's so, dude, that's so awesome. I mean getting gear like that. And I've, I've seen you, you know, your couple posts on Instagram and stuff of you, you know, some swing videos and yeah, you, you, know, you got the jacket on or you got the shirt on, you know, and that's just yeah. something you'll never forget. And you'll always yeah. have that gear to kind of yeah. remember that from. 
Um, so we're kind of getting back to SDSU and stuff. You guys are coming off a win at the Southwestern Invitational hosted by Pepperdine. I talked to Steve Sugimoto about his experiences and how he felt about the team's win. Um, what were your feelings and mindset going into that tournament? Unreal for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the first rank come out, I'm like 22 or something like that. And yeah. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And of then course. when the final rank came out, I, I was beyond like happy to like be on that team yeah and there's such you know such awesome names on those teams and everything um and you guys get you know just amazing gear nike kind of sponsors all you guys um it's it's kind of like i'm sure sdsu you i mean you guys are a nike school as well it's probably like christmas getting all that gear also from the school and not only from the school but in the in the auto palmer cup i mean that's just yeah i mean we so, so awesome like I asked them, like, what should I bring this week? And they're like, oh, nothing. And I'm Perfect. like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I show up there and they're like, have this whole bag of, I, I know that we have a pretty good team um, mm-hmm. since last year. Hey, let's do this. Um, you know, we have a chance to win again. And, you know, we haven't played tournaments in almost a year. And yeah, seriously. Yeah. Everybody was excited to play. Um, qualifying score were great um everybody everybody was ready to go we we're like we like coach donovan and coach emmer kind of have this saying of like why not us mm-hmm. like for this that's since the fall that's like you know like kind of get everybody going yeah kind of come with that chip on your shoulder um i yeah. talked to steve a little bit the round before you guys uh had the tournament and stuff and qualifying it was kind of windier conditions and yeah. uh, the Southwestern Invitational had insane conditions. Do you feel yeah, like that that round that day, like exactly Monday and Wednesday, it was uh-huh. it was cool. Yeah, it was gnarly conditions, and I mean, in yeah. seven... at North Ranch, which is not like the wide open course, no, that's pretty tight. See a lot of high numbers out there. <laughs> yeah, it did, definitely. And you saw a lot. Of, I mean, I was watching on TV every chance I had. And I mean, just some shots out there that some kids are hitting, you know, and even putts. I saw a couple people hitting some putts on the greens out there. Just kept rolling off the green. Yeah, I mean, that was brutal. Quick. That was that was brutal. But um, so were you nervous about, you know, knowing this tournament was going to be on the golf channel and everything? Were you nervous about playing in front of cameras or how'd you feel about that? Um. Not really. Um, we had a tournament, you know, on Golf Channel. Mm-hmm. I believe it was not last year. Last year it got canceled, but two years ago at Pasatiempo. Yeah, yeah, yep. So yeah, it was it was a good experience. Um, I try to play like you know just another person watching, mm-hmm. um, not think about camera, just play my game. Um, yeah. So I was not that like nervous at all. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I'm focusing on something else rather than the cameraman or something. I have like deal with the wind, deal with the cold. Exactly. It, yep. In my mind, it's kind of like too busy to like think about, to even think about that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, there's so much going on. Um, what? Yeah. How were you able to battle through those conditions? You're talking about, you know, everything going on, everything. What would you rely on the most through those conditions? Um, I mean, it just all experience and enjoy it and not like complaining about it i mean everybody's gonna play in the same condition and mm-hmm. just just have fun with it like, yeah of course laugh it out and 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. What were your feelings coming down the stretch when you guys had started the third round being seven shots back? Were you aware that it was a close tournament and stuff? I mean, what, what were you thinking when you were coming down those, you know, lat, on the back nine there and knowing it was kind of a dogfight? I mean, I didn't really know at all until um, pretty much on 17 because there's like a scoreboard there right yeah. on the box. Uh-huh. And I, I just came off of birdie, birdie the last two, 15 and 16. Yep. And as I was, you know, doing my pre-shot routine, the guy just switching the numbers on behind the, you know, the name of school and move it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Name up to like, you know, tie with ASU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. So, do you think if you would have known beforehand how close it was and stuff, um, you know, how'd your mindset change whenever you said, you know, you just said you saw that and you kind of freaked out a little bit? You know, how how were you feeling after that? Were you just stuck to your routine I mean, and stuff? I mean, yeah, just doing the same thing. Um, we like we've been there before and. I think we like kind of do that in our qualifying and stuff like that, where like coaches randomly just tell us like, Hey, you this mm-hmm. two shots behind or whatever, like you have to do this or, mm-hmm. you know, and coaches know what they're doing and everybody's different. And like, if they feel like they have to tell you like what to do and they would like do something about it. Mm-hmm. But like, they didn't walk with me at all. They know like I would, play my game and yeah yeah so i'm just sticking to routine and trying to hit good shots yeah of course and you do you don't want to force any shots either i mean you just want to go about you know doing your routine playing your game and just play your strengths and stuff and i think you did that you know did that very very well towards the end there mm-hmm. so you guys ultimately won the tournament how did it feel when Yosef was making you know on 18 i i think steve was talking about actually um he just had to find the fairway on that hole. So, I mean, yeah, um, I mean, it was, it was so tight off the, like, you know, from the tee box at least. Cause you know, there's like a gap of trees, like, I don't, I don't know, like 50 to hundred yards in front uh-huh. of the tee box. Yeah. That, like you can't see a whole fairway, but it's like kind of opens up a little bit, but from that angle, it's just like, you have to hit a straight shot to hit uh-huh. that. Yeah. Or like left is OB out is a, right. is like a house. So uh-huh. it's like, and the wind is, hard off the left and you gotta hit driver you gotta hit the fairway. yeah you gotta hit driver <laughs> yeah and you're so i mean he hit the fairway and stuff that kind of secured the win for you guys um how were how were you feeling when you were standing you know behind the green watching joseph come in and stuff and he ultimately made the birdie putt you know what did that mean for you you guys as a team i mean i fi- i was the first one that finished mm-hmm. um i saw zihao like hit it close and made a birdie mm-hmm. and our scores kind of move up a little bit and then um, Steve came up he just missed his birdie putt mm-hmm. and then I I think we're like one or two ahead and then Joey came up and make a birdie on the last hole which is like help extend our lead yeah to like two or three shots mm-hmm. and then at that point we kind of know that we like have this the tournament secure because you know like no matter what Joseph does on the last like no matter what he what he does it's just like it doesn't matter because if we count all four scores, we still, yeah. you know, have a couple shots ahead. So it exactly. was, it was awesome that he just, you know, st- still stick to his game and trying to make very, he's trying to hit it close and yeah. enjoy every moment of it. 
and that's what he ultimately did. I mean, that's just, I mean, what, what is this, what does that win do for you guys? I know you kind of, you guys have that mentality of, you know, why not us? Um, you know, will this, you know, kind of build some momentum for you guys heading into the rest of the season or how do you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, definitely it's going to boost our confidence. Um, yeah. We always know that, you know, before time, we always know that we're, we're a good team. Um, mm -hmm. We know that we are capable of winning mm -hmm. and to be able to win, a tournament especially that one like it's pretty big yeah so it's definitely want us like motivate us to want to win more and you know work even harder and it's a good feeling to win <laughs> yeah. yeah oh no oh, it's, no, it's you, you don't have to tell me about that man i mean winning is definitely an amazing feeling and stuff and um i know kind of i've seen just a little bit recently with the rankings and stuff you guys are you guys are ranked third is that right yeah third wow i mean that third in the nation man that's 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 awesome and um that's you know you guys are going to carry that with you i'm sure going in the next tournament and um, mm -hmm. steve had talked about you know maybe some people kind of didn't really give you guys the you know the respect or you know didn't really take you guys as serious as you should and do you feel like now that you're going to get that because you're ranked third probably going to be still the same way um, oh really you think so okay i mean it's we're not like big name school mm-hmm like like other school i don't want to name it but like you know what i mean like yeah oh like, yeah like you know you know like a you know like oklahoma state or or you know or yeah or university you know tech you know ut and stuff yeah no i understand yeah. what you're saying so it's kind of like we kind of just have the same mentality going why not us or like the underdog mentality where like yeah i mean we pretty much have nothing to lose we just go play good go play and try to play good golf and see see what happened exactly yeah that, that's a great way to go about it i think you know always having that underdog mentality and um you know just all these you know maybe some people won't give you guys the respect or that you guys deserve of course but you know that's only going to feed the fire for you guys so mm -hmm. i'm sure you guys are going to do great in the next you know the next coming terms and stuff um you had talked about this is your senior year with covid happening last year are you going to take the extra year of eligibility or what are the plans for that um I'm still talking to my parents and my team about it and the coaches. Yeah. Um, it depends really on, you know, on how I play this year. Yeah. Um, the PGA and university kind of come in as a, you know, a big factor. Big factor, yeah. How, how I play. And if I play well, I get a couple starts or like get a full card. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I get that opportunity, I'm probably going to leave. But if not, then my rank probably going to be pretty high on that list um, for next year. So I might come back and give myself another chance to run at it. Definitely. That's, you know, those are great things to, you know, to think about. Um, I'm sure either way, no matter which way you go, you're going to do, you know, you're going to do really good. And I just wish you nothing but the best for that. And um, I'll be looking, watching your scores, man. And it'll be really fun to see you progress and, you know, just become an even better player than you are now for fun questions here for you. Um, you've had great success throughout your golf career, including qualifying for the 2019 U.S. Amateur at Pinehurst. Um, you advanced to match play. You played on the international team for, for the Arnold Palmer Cup as well. Um, mm -hmm. talk, I want to talk about both those experiences and what did it mean for you to not only qualify for these tournaments, but play well in them? I mean, it's just, it just awesome. Like nothing can be USAM or Palmer Cup. It just amazing experience it's just a lot of excitement a lot of adrenaline mm -hmm. um i mean i just i still can't describe it i mean yeah <laughs> it's, it's 
it's a lot of fun. You know, you play with and against best of the best player in the world. I mean, you can only gain, like, not you can't lose on, you can't lose anything from that. Like, you can only gain experience. Exactly. You know, a lot of time to play and kind of just learn from it and you know take it the right way. And you know, we talked about how you guys dominated in in the Ono Palmer Cup. Um, the international team won forty point five to nineteen point five, and you went three and zero, and you were the co recipient of the Michael Carter Award, which is presented to the Arnold Palmer Cup participant that best represents the qualities and ideals of sportsmanship, integrity, and upholding of the game. What is what is what did that mean to you to go three and zero, not lose to anybody, and you know be a co recipient of that award? I mean, it's I, I didn't expect that at all to going, you know, into that week um, yeah. to be able to do that is, it just, I mean, it's just unbelievable experience. Um, I just try to, you know, represent the team and do my best and everything. And, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it was just, it was just awesome. I think, yeah, it, it speaks volumes on the kind of person you are. You know, I mean, having those qualities, sportsmanship, integrity, and upholding of the game. I mean, having having something being associated with, you know, that is just amazing, man. And congratulations on for, on Thank that, you. and Thank for doing such an awesome job in that. Um, you had solid finishes in your first two years of college golf, and you had a solid, you know, had you had a good scoring average your freshman sophomore year. I know it wasn't what exactly what you wanted, but it seems that your last two years, you know, being junior year and then this year now you've reached another level of golf. What did you do do different or what did you change about your game? I know you talked about mentality and everything like that. Was, you know, did you just really believe in yourself or was there kind of other things you're working on with your game? Other than mentality, it just mainly my driver, I would your say. Your driver. Okay, yeah, yeah. What were you trying to change about it? I was struggling a little bit with my driver um, the first two years. Um, okay. I hit it far, but sideways yeah right and left <laughs> yeah get myself into trouble uh -huh. um and then yeah i figured it out and i hit more fairways than i ever did um and that's kind of make golf a lot easier when you're not yeah. worried about your tee shot and just yeah hit as hard as you can knowing that you're gonna hit in the fairway mm -hmm. give yourself a really good chance of you know setting yourself up for birdies on the greens of course um, and i'm a like a pretty good putter so it's like if i miss hit the second shot i know i'm gonna two putt and mm -hmm. take far and then have another chance on the next hole where i can hit driver down the middle have a chance at it on the second shot and if i hit it close i reward myself with birdies um, yeah if not i'll take a par and move on yeah, pars are good scores, but birdies are always great. I mean, and yeah. like pars you're saying, really for in college golf, it's like yeah, especially I mean, at that Southwestern tournament. Invitational. Yeah. You 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 would take like seventy two. Like I would take seventy two any round. Like every oh, yeah, I would too. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, man. Um, I think I think that's also one thing to consider. I know everybody wants to make birdies and everything like that, but you know it's you know, pars, you're going to make a lot of pars and you're going to make bogeys too. They're going to happen. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, bogey free rounds. Oh my gosh. You know, that a bogey free is amazing, but if you have one bogey, it's not the end of the world. So. Yeah. And another thing is there's one tournament and in, um, in Cal tournament, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Coach Donovan was walking with me mm -hmm. and I kind of like didn't start off as good as I 
like I want to. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like look down to myself. I'm like a little mad. Yeah. And coach is like, look at me and he's like, can you smile? I'm like, um, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just make a couple of bogeys and uh-huh. he's like, he and he's like, you know you're gonna have like you know you're gonna make a couple birdies coming in and finish around even or yeah or a couple unders. Like, what are you mad about? Yeah. And um and that kind of put me into like a new perspective of like not matter how you start, it's how you finish. And you know you're gonna make a couple a couple birdies, like mm-hmm. and you know you're gonna make a couple bogeys. Like yeah, it's you know, it's either beginning or at the end, it just it kind of just gonna balance it out. You're gonna have a couple good holes, a couple bad holes. Exactly. It's all going to balance out. Yeah. I think that's, and, yeah, that's such a great and way he, to think about it. Yeah. And he knows I'm a good player and he believes in me. So I think that's why he said that. And that's kind of like completely changed like how I look at the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of helped me a lot, like going into my third year. Yeah. I think that's, and it's nice, you know, that your coach was there next to you. You know, he's trying to get you in the best way possible, and he he believes in you, and then you believe in yourself. I mean, that that's that's amazing, man. I, I'm really mm-hmm. glad that you know your coach was able to um, not only kind of help you get to that point, but you uh, on your own accepted, you know, just you know, really believe that you're the best player out there. I mean, I think that's one thing I know I struggle with. Um, I I just play Division two golf and stuff, and. Um, that's one thing that I struggle with as well. And I'm sure a lot of the golfers struggle as yeah, well. So. I mean, it's, it's so easy to get mad out there. It just, it, it's golf is already a hard game and it's even harder when you like put yourself down and mm-hmm. you know, getting mad and yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely <laughs> yeah, <that>. agree. <laughs> Everybody. I, exactly. Even the weekend warriors out there, man. I know like my dad, he, you know, he plays every weekend and stuff and everybody that we play with. And um, I mean, it's, it, it's easy to get mad sometimes, but you just got to enjoy it, man. Cause it's a, yeah. it's a, such a fun game. So the next question here for, I got, uh, I got for you. Um, what's it like being the 53rd ranked amateur in the world? Do you feel like people are always watching your results or do you feel any pressure, you know, playing at that level? And um, do you, obviously I'm sure you plan on climbing up the rankings. How, how are you going to go about that? I mean, it just, it's good to know that, you know, you rank that high mm-hmm. and yeah. definitely like boost my confidence a mm-hmm. little bit. Like people know like who I am and they know that, you know, I'm probably one of the best players to play in, in the field, like mm-hmm. each week. Um, I feel like they're going to like look up to me and trying to beat me. So yeah. it's, it's can go both way where like, you, you know that you're the best and you get comfortable or you just, you know, know that people are like trying to beat you and like, you, you kind of have a target on your back, like, you know, I mean, yeah, people like, want to, people want to go out. Trying to move away from them, like separate yourself. And, exactly. You know, and plus you're like one of the, like one of the best player on the team. So you gotta keep getting better and, you know, everybody like trying to follow your lead. And, yeah, of course. And that, and that will help like everyone else as well. Exactly. And, I mean, like you're saying, you know, it's going to make you a better player, but then also the people around you on your team and stuff, they're going to want to be better because they're going to want to play yeah. at the level that you're playing at. I yeah, know I Steve was talking about mm-hmm. how how amazing it is to have you on the team, you know, and how good you are and stuff and how good yeah. everybody else is on the team. Yeah, because they know they can be as good as me because we play together almost every day and they're like, they beat me sometime, I beat them and they're like, I can do it, they can do it and everybody can be good we like we're super competitive so it's it it can only get better 
for us. Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I think that, you know, that you guys are going to continue to get better and uh, you yourself are going to continue to be a better player as well. Um, what's your favorite thing that comes along with being a golfer at San Diego State? I know there's a lot that comes with being a golfer on the team, but, you know, what's something that you would pick out one one thing individually that you really I like? mean, I can't really pick one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, there's so there's so much, I'm sure. You know, a support supportive system around around me, mm-hmm. um, a coach, um, academy advisor, my mentor, um, everybody around me is just amazing. Like they help me in the way that I can't imagine. Like I don't think I need them, but at the end of the day, they're like always there for me. Like my trainer, like everybody is all, always there for me. It's just it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have a lot of people in your corner and stuff and, you know, yeah. um, yeah, that's, that's a really amazing to have. Yeah. Um, it's not of, like, not like it's just all on me. I have someone to like talk to or like yeah. help me out, like whatever I need. It just, yeah, that's, it's kind of like what amazing about being an athlete in general, not just a golfer, it's just playing, you know, college, college sports. You kind of have that system that help you get better in in everything you, you want to be exactly and and not only and not, i like i like how you said that not only for golf but all college athletes and stuff you know anything if you need help with you know of course of course in the sport you're playing but if you need help tutoring you know you need help you know working out or something there's mm-hmm. always somebody there for you that's able yeah. to only better you and that's i think that's an amazing thing that colleges do um heading into the last question here for you who has inspired you to be the golfer slash person you are today? I mean, the person, definitely my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, I grew up watching, like living with them, um, knowing them. They're just such a hard worker. Um, mm-hmm. They inspired me like in probably every way. Um, I can't be who I am without them. So Yeah, of course. Yeah, so it just, it's like, give you all or not doing it at all pretty much yeah and i'm sure i mean both your parents i'm sure they're you know super proud of the man you've become and not only the golfer you've become so um and you know i'm sure they're really proud of you back home and stuff and you know they're really looking forward to what your future has for you and stuff yeah Uh, and uh you know once again like i said thanks for coming on man and you know i'll be looking i'll be watching you the rest of the season here you know and then kind of seeing what you do next year and i wish you nothing but the best for it for sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. All righty, everybody. That'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Puit, once again, thank you for coming on, man. It was great to get to getting to know you and chatting with you a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.